Short Rounds. My name is Doug, and this is Doug Loves Minis, coming to you from a hotel room in Jacksonville, Florida, on Thursday, February 13th, 2014, Wolf of Wall Street, Fight Terminator 2, Judgment Day of the Dead Man Walking. Last night, I did a stand-up show at the Comedy Zone in Jacksonville, and we got comedian Joe Pettis up on stage to go head-to-head against audience members in the Leonard Malton game. His first choice was a gentleman named Austin, whose name tag was covered in uh, ticket stubs from all the movies that he saw last year. I believe it was last year. And he picked the category Spectacular Now, and he guessed the Lego movie, which is Spectacular and Out Now, but the actual answer was Frozen. But since we were out of time, I gave him the prize bag anyway. Thank you to everyone who came to that super fun show last night. Today I get to set sail to an island in the sun on the Weezer Cruise. And when I get back to Jacksonville on Monday, President's Day, I'm doing a Benson movie interruption of Point Break at the Sunray Cinemas at 4.20. And some tickets are still available. The next night, I'll be back in Los Angeles with a second installment of Getting Dug With High live at Largo. Five guests, maybe a dog, getting dug on stage before your very eyes. Largo slash LA dot com for tickets. Use discount code GETDUG. Tickets are 30 bucks, but if you use GETDUG, it's only 20 bucks, which is how much it should cost to watch me and my friends get high. I'm way behind on telling you about the movies I've been seeing, so let's get into it. Doug's Movie a Day, Day 74. I Netflixed another Juno Temple movie called Dirty Girl because I love her. The movie, not so much. Kind of a screwball comedy without laughs. Why does Dwight Yoakam always play a bad guy? Don't answer that. Don't tweet at me movies where he's not the bad guy. Rhetorical question. Thank you. Day 75, touchy-feely on Netflix streaming. Writer-director Lynn Shelton has made some movies I really like, but this one about a massage therapist who suddenly can't stand touching human skin just didn't do it for me. Great cast, and I can't wait to see the next Lynn Shelton joint. Day 76, The Place Beyond the Pines. I'll admit, I actively ignored this movie when it was in theaters because it seemed long and boring, and I had heard that the movie becomes a lot less interesting when one actor leaves and another takes over. While it wasn't boring, the rest of that assessment is true. The back half of the movie is not as good as the front half of the movie. Also, putting Eva Mendez in old age makeup is silly. Day 77, after having Rich Summer from Mad Men as a guest on Douglas Movies, I went home and Netflix streamed The Giant Mechanical Man. And guess what? I liked it. A lot. Sweet movie about two lost souls played by Chris Messina and the ever-adorable Jenna Fisher. And I'm not going to tell you anything more about it, except Doug digs it. Day 78, I watched The Purge on VOD. Another one I missed in theaters. This movie had a great premise, a night when all crimes are legal throughout the whole country, and they reduce it to a single family home invasion movie. I wanted to see rampant crime, but instead, all I got was Ethan Hawke holed up in a fancy house trying to protect his family. I'm just saying, resist the urge to see The Purge. 
and I promise I won't rhyme anymore. Day 79, if the idea of a topless January Jones shooting a gun in a Western co-starring Ed Harris as a wacky sheriff is enough to make seeing Sweetwater worthwhile, then I'm happy for you. It wasn't enough for me. But thank you, January Jones. Day 80, Oblivion on It's Not TV, It's HBO. Another film I skipped in theaters because of its potential boringosity. Uh, I have to say that the Tom Cruise vehicle has truly amazing effects, especially the vehicle that he flies around in, but the story is weirdly complicated and full of crater-sized holes. Or I just didn't understand what was happening. Either way, Doug, no dig. You may have noticed that I've been watching a lot of movies on TV or my computer or iPad, uh, you know, because of my busy schedule. Uh, and this, the next few days were no exceptions. On day 81, I watched The Counselor, uh, the all-star Ridley Scott film from a Cormac McCarthy screenplay that makes Oblivion look like it makes perfect sense. Attacked by critics last year, and justifiably so. Then, on day 82, I watched Snow White and the Huntsman, also on HBO. While I appreciate Kristen Stewart playing a heroine with more backbone for a change, and seven respected British actors get dwarfized by seamless special effects, this battle-filled version of the fairy tale with Charlize Theron on a all-the-scenery-you-can-eat diet I have to say the Disney cartoon comfortably remains the definitive version of this story. On day 83, my friends at CineFamily in L.A. let me have a private screening of very talented writer-director Jill Soloway's movie Afternoon Delight. Thank you, CineFamily! Starring the very funny Katherine Hahn as a bored wife and mother who invites a stripper, Juno Temple again? Yay! To live in her house and weirdness ensues. The movie is chocked full of hilarious actors, but turns into a drama by the time it's over. But there's plenty to like along the way, so if that sounded appealing to you, then check it out. Afternoon Delight. And there is nothing to like, and nothing delightful, about the pointless remake of Brian De Palma's Carrie, which I watched on VOD on Day 84. You know I love me some Hit Girl, and Hit Girl wouldn't let her classmates dump pig's blood on her. For sure. Don't take Carrie to the prom, and don't take this Carrie to your DVD player. Alright, that's enough for now. I've got a special surprise for you. No dream message from Burt Kreischer. He stopped leaving me messages. Is it forever? Wait and see. And as always, remakes are a shithead.